This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, here we go, boys. that sound. This is a good one. Welcome to Waterfall Wednesday edition of the Full Scale Outdoor Podcast. Your host Nick Johnson and Dale Luganville, the regular host, is with us today. What's up, Nick? Not much. Who's this podcast presented by? This podcast is presented by... That's good. Pacific Calls, the Nick J signature Pacific series. Calls. Yellow Gatorade. Yellow Gatorade. <laughs> Way fucking better than strawberry. I uh, I'm an orange guy when it comes to Gatorade or any sports drink for that matter, pretty much. Canada Dry. Uh Canada Dry with uh, um whiskey in it. Any whiskey? Sure. I'm down. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Serve me up. Serve me up a double. Anyways, um, let's talk about some waterfall-related stuff. Yeah, all right. Bob with Okamic Outfitters. Let's not forget about him. Oh, yeah. Uh, who's our shotgun sponsor? <laughs> shotgun show sponsor. <laughs> Boss. There we go. <laughs> Boss Ammunition. Yeah. If you want a rivet band, uh... if you want a rivet band, get yourself Goose Tech app. Learn how to blow a goose call. Get yourself some boss ammunition. Call up Bob with Okamic Outfitters. Tell him you want to sit in the killing field on September 23rd, September 24th. Tell him you want the Nick J discount. And you will get a rivet band. Maybe even multiple rivet bands. I still don't know what your angle is on that, but... Um, I'm People sure, want rivet bands, I'm man. Sure, it's a good advertisement. It's a great advertisement. I just uh, the 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 guarantee, the promise is where I'm I'm uh, is where you're 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 losing me. Uh, it's such a bold statement. 
I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm confident with it. I'm okay. confident with it I mean, because there's a lot of parameters to it because you gotta you got to be there on the 23rd and the 24th of September. You have to have been practicing your goose call using the Goose Tech app, and you have to get the Nick Johnson discount from Bob, which I don't know what that is, but he doesn't know what that is either. <laughs> I do. So I do. There's want. a lot of there's a lot of parameters you got to fit into. Okay, there's another parameter. If you're going to do that, you're going to have to get a hold of Nick first. Tell him when exactly you're going to call, so that Nick can then record or Snapchat the phone call and where he goes. The what now? No, <laughs> the, I don't the worry what, about it. The no. what discount? I think. <laughs> I think I think that we are we're we're plenty within the parameters of giving me some some uh, some insulation from the promise in case somebody okay. actually doesn't get one. Okay. <laughs> okay. All so right. Spring spring has sprung. Are we seeing fuzzballs? Uh, there's still ice up here. Uh, the lake is mostly ice. In fact, the bay or bay right in the town of Or. It's about a quarter open. The rest of the main lake is still completely locked up tight. But there's some really good, there's some cool ducks today. I, I had to throw the binoculars up and and uh, and cool. I mean, like you know, buffies and golden eyes. <laughs> but they're always fun oh, to watch them dive. Yeah, and there are some ringers. I didn't see any bluebills, but there were some ringers and some honkers around. Um, there's actually. I'd say quite a few honkers, but there's so there's a field right where I'm staying. It's just like a hay field. Um, actually, I think it's oats or something. But there's been geese in it every day for like the last week, only like a dozen. And it's weird. So like they're kind of acting like a flock, but when you watch them, they're also paired up. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? They're all kind of relatively mm-hmm. in the same spot, but these two are next to each other. Those two are next to each other. There's a pair over there. There's a pair over there. So they're still kind of doing flock things ish but they're definitely paired up so i'm not quite sure what i have they're not doing. seen up here in saskatchewan i have seen two flocks of three canada geese that's it hmm. otherwise all the dark geese up here are cackling geese and white front geese yeah and maybe these ones are waiting to kind of make a move so maybe they want to go further north or something i don't i don't know because they don't seem to be posted up for nesting you know because there are a few, so if you get, like, where the river is, where there's straight up water, I have seen some legit pairs of geese there that I'm pretty sure I'm seeing the same geese every day. There's always just two of them. Sometimes there's only one, so they're probably already sitting on eggs. Um, I did see a Snapchat. Um, I believe it was by the guy's name is Honker Hitman. I think he's down by Oatana or Fairbolt or something, and he posted a picture of a fuzzball. Down so, by Oatana, like southern Minnesota. Huh? Yeah, yep. Yep. I wonder. Do you remember? Like, I felt like I saw a super early hatch last year. Do you remember that? When I was down yeah, in Rochester. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I should go back. And I want. I wonder if I took actual pictures. I probably just snapped it, so I'm not gonna be able to find out. It'd be interesting. Oh. Tell a story, and I'll Here look. Here we got pictures. And I'll look. I'm just looking at, I just pulled up eBird to see pictures of fuzzballs because that's always a really popular thing for people to post. Here is Umatilla, Oregon has fuzzballs. Um, let's see this one. Sacramento, California has fuzzballs. Seeing where else 
Um, oh, there's fuzzballs all over the place. <laughs> oh, there's a band. Ooh. Sacramento. Sacramento. This guy's posting a lot of pictures. Here's Geese on the Ledge in uh, Long Wheel, Quebec. There's a lot of oil structures up here in uh, Saskatchewan, like these big oil tanks on the sides of fields. And I've seen some honkers standing on top of the oil uh, structures. That's pretty wicked. They're doing that, like, tree tree honkers move. Right. Yeah, I don't have anything um, in my actual British? pictures, so I'd have to, I don't know how you go. Can you go back and Snapchat in your memories? Is there a way to do that? No, I don't. I, no, I'm not sure. British Columbia's got babies. Son of a gun. Son of a gun. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to mess around and try to find it now. Indiana has babies. It's creeping up. Yes, sir. Little baby fuzzballs out there. It's I haven't heard happen. anything from anybody like around me where the any fuzzballs are, though. In Wisconsin? Or up right. where you're at right now? Nassau, New York has fuzzballs. It's creeping north. This yep. is an old fucking goose, like an old baby. Stanislaus, California. That's a, yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know, but that's like a, my what customers. Is... Yeah, they're, they're guaranteed. Maybe my my customers um, killed a hundred snow geese by eight oh eight a.m. this morning. Dang. How many shooters? Five. We just have to limit. Nice. That is impressive. So if it were South or North Dakota with no limit, how many think you would have shot today? A hundred. <laughs> it was like right <laughs> on the dot. <laughs> I mean we maybe could have sat out there and we could maybe could have sat out there another thirty minutes and shot a handful more. <laughs> How many volleys did that take? Uh, they actually shot pretty good, and our geese worked really good. So, nice. You know, typical, decent, good client shooting to get 100 birds. I called the shot 81 times. Seriously? Well, it's a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I listen, I've had clients before. <laughs> I was just going to be like, damn, that's that was a lot of birds that were working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. We shot quite a few volleys where we got eight to ten birds nice. with uh, five shooters, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's really good. You have to chase any down? No, because you're using boss ammunition. Uh, I had to chase them down. Part of the pack, uh, package price of usually this is typical for any place that you go in Saskatchewan. Like if you're uh, book a hunt somewhere, they should be paying for your shotgun shells. So we do. So we provide the ammunition and most of the time the firearms for our clientele, so they can come up here with just their clothing. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so they don't have to dick with the border crossing patrol stuff. Yeah, and if you come like via airplane route, you can bring about I think it's fifteen or fourteen pounds of ammunition. And that comes to like two and a half boxes of shells, or three bo- or three and a half boxes of shells. I can't remember what it what it is, but and those are not snow goose numbers. Not enough shells. No, 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 no. It's not. 
<laughs> so like it's just a logistical issue that like our customers that come here are going to be shooting a lot of ammunition they can't bring it with us they can't bring it with them we're not going to you know we can't just tell people to go to a sporting goods store you know once they get here so most places in canada like if you book a hunt in saskatchewan they will be um providing you with ammunition hmm, that's interesting i i did not know that it's the same in the fall same deal yes Interesting. Yeah, I mean, over three days, you could shoot a lot of ammunition. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So it just makes sense. So we we, we use uh, ammunition. We've got three different types of ammunition here, and it doesn't really, we don't really, it doesn't matter what the clients shoot. It's all steel, you know, twos and BBs. And uh, one brand is Kent Fast Steel 2.0. The other brand is... Uh, Challenger, which I think is a Canadian brand. What kind of guns do they have available at the lodge? Mostly all Benelli Monofeltros here. Hmm, Right on. Yeah, they work. They're pretty decent. Now, what I can tell about Monofeltros, um, I mean, I've cleaned them now. I've cleaned them hundreds of times. Not (laughs) hundreds of times, but I've cleaned hundreds of guns throughout. You know what I mean? Like like 20 guns here. We clean them every time the customers are done with them. What seems to be the major difference between a Montefeltro and an M2 is basically the magazine tube does not allow for a uh, an extension onto it. Hmm. Other than that, it's a, I mean it's a Benelli. All the parts are pretty darn similar. Right. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. That's uh, that would be. That's kind of a selling point for me, to be honest. Like, to not have to dick with customs. It's like, that's pretty awesome. Actually. Yeah, it, yeah. A lot, and a lot of customers choose that option. Like, well, do you want to bring your gun? And just bringing a gun is not free. You have to pay a gun registration in Canada, which is, and it's not that expensive, but it's like 25 Canadian dollars or whatever. Plus, you have to have a checked bag for your gun so that's you know whatever your checked bag prices are both there and back so let's just say that's 30 bucks let's pretend it's your only checked bag so that's 60 dollars plus 25 canadian so you're already at about um 77 dollars just to have your gun with you here well how much is the gun rental you know well the true cost of it is whatever the gun rental is minus 77 dollars because you have to have a gun (laughs) right yeah right Exactly. So a lot of people do just choose like, well, yeah, let's just not screw around with uh, paying that fee and filling out that form. Let's just arrive, boots on the ground, grab our grab our bags, and, and head to the lodge. Hell yeah. That sounds like a great idea, actually. What kind of numbers you got up there right now? Would you say... We're working with a few pods of snow geese that are pretty good. Um, the the snow goose hunting has gotten really good in the last... Two days, maybe three days. And when I say really good, I do, what I don't mean to in like uh, to say is that we have snow geese everywhere around us, and there's an increased number of snow geese. We've had snow geese around us, and we've been hunting snow geese, you know, for the last two weeks. The hunting has gotten good the last three days because the birds are just finally starting to chill out. And they're starting to cooperate and work into the decoys 
really, really, really good. You know, like, uh-huh. the, uh, we've had a, a couple of hunts. So my hunt was triple digits today. We've had a few other hunts that are triple digits, some well into the triple digits. Um, nice. So last week you, you didn't see many jubies. How many jubies are you seeing now? Still not many. Really? Wow. Okay. A little bit more, but still not many. So you wouldn't say, uh, yeah, what is peak migration? You know, let me get to find that. But um, you think it's still, there's it's still going to build a little bit? You still planning on more? I mean, obviously more birds are going to come in, but are you, are, are you still having that, like, some are leaving, some are coming, or are they starting to kind of stage there a little more? You know, it's hard to tell because literally every single day is a migration day. Sure. How's the wind up there right now? Because it's been windy as balls the last three days here. Not too bad. Um, hey, I think I might have to roll out and, and head scouting right now. Oh I know we were trying to. Gosh. I know we were trying to pinch a podcast in really tight. Well, that's a really tight one. That is a really tight one. Well, technically, we still we we, we banged one out. So we were gonna might do some questions. Oh my god, we'll save that for next week. All right. Yeah, well, I got a guy in a field. They're, they're out hunting right now, and uh, they might need a little. They might, might need to have something brought to them. I just got a text, so. Oh man! I got to get right. to work. Dude. Well, sorry, everybody. Uh, is your abbreviated waterfall oh, hey. Wednesday? Yeah. Also, uh, if you want to hear more of uh, Nick J on a podcast this week, I think next week actually, uh, I did a podcast with Ramsey Russell, uh, the Always Duck Season Somewhere. So nice. check out. Ramsey's podcast, Always Duck Season Somewhere, uh, for an interview I did with him. And he's also had quite a few good guests, like Minnesota-related guests on recently. Like he had one guy about uh, the history of Minnesota duck clubs. That's cool. Yeah, check that out, and then uh, look for me on there next week. But uh, I got to get to rolling, Mike. All right, get to work, buddy. Good luck out there. Talk uh, to you next week. All right, look for fuzzballs. Chat with you later. (laughs) All right, bye. Bye. All right, well, Nick's got to run. I'll uh, wrap it up here. Thanks for listening to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast, Waterfall Wednesday edition. And we're going to keep a tab on things as they change here, as things are migrating uh, north. I expect to see even more birds as this lake opens up. So I assume people are out there still smashing. There's got to be a ton of geese to be had in North Dakota right now. I I mean, there's got to be jubies. I would bet, well... I'm sure someone's still shooting juvies in uh, South Dakota, too. I would not be surprised one bit. So I don't know if anybody's out there. Uh, hit me up. Let me know. What are you seeing out there? And uh, we'll just, you know, maybe we'll add it to the next report. Man, I really I wish I had more for it, but that's how I was kind of leaning on uh, Nick for this one. He had the roll. So with that, I guess we're done. <laughs> Whatever your passion, pursue it full scale.